0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Totally Awesome Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Ageddon, and I'm joined with...
1: Oh, I'm sorry, was I supposed to go first? <laughs> I,
0: was, I was like, who's I'm going sorry. first? I
1: was, I was trying to give Skyler the, the green light here to actually start and be the second man. <laughs> But he completely missed the cue, and that is the type of. I didn't know I had a cue. I have come <laughs> to expect. No, 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 no. Just before we start, this, Joshua, says like three, two, one, and here we go without giving us any sort of cue of what's the hell going to happen.
0: <laughs> this is already this my favorite of, intro for anything I've ever is done.
1: The totally awesome podcast in a nutshell.
0: So we have the colonist.
1: Hello, and 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 getting I have taken the liberty. Of uh, Because this is not my show, this is your show. Yeah. But I've taken the liberty of writing you an intro.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, wait, introduce wait. me, Sean, on my own show. Okay, so for those of you, I am, of course, the colonist.
1: Skylar Greenberg, who missed this cue, was the man earlier. You can hear his intro on my show. <laughs> But here, your host for this evening—the technologically deficient, energy drink proficient, pie eaten, DBZ Monopoly-beaten, always winning, <laughs> always cheating—the one, the oh. only host of the totally awesome podcast, the one, the only, Josh Gedden. Uh, Thank you for hosting this
0: abysmal review, dude, which has gone so well so far. I heard my dra- I heard Dragon Ball Z Monopoly, and I lost it. You 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 got me there. You got me there. So, uh, yeah, no, uh, long story short, long story short, this is two weeks late.
1: <laughs> That's about par for the course, though.
0: Yeah, I mean... But
1: no, it helps because we needed the time to quarantine ourselves from this show.
0: It wasn't that bad. It, it definitely had its moments.
1: It had, it was, to me, it's a, another case of WWE being the good,
0: the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. And they always have a little in each show. And also, speaking of Dragon Ball Z, it's nice to see Skyler uh, return to this podcast as his normal self, not just uh, a stack of notes. I feel like if you tried to kill Skyler, he would just regenerate as, like, a stack of notes. Like, a stack of notes would, like, form and create a Skyler. Like Majin Buu.
1: See, I'm a little disappointed that Sky did not choose to turn into his bar of chocolate form <laughs> for this.
0: <laughs> Uh,
1: No, because I'm not I I would just make white chocolate That's all I'd make (laughs) The the worst chocolate In the chocolate
0: rainbow (laughs) White
1: chocolate's not even
0: chocolate Uh, Exactly Anyway, so yeah Survivor Series 2020 (laughs) What are you guys thoughts On the show Now that it's been two weeks removed Go ahead
1: Sky Remember when Survivor Series meant something?
0: Yeah, you remember when they used to, like, there used to be stakes and things, you know, mattered and there wasn't just a bunch of random matches for no reason? Uh, like,
1: Survivor Series has just become the company's softball game.
0: It uh, honestly okay. has.
1: Welcome to the Survivor Series, Kevin Dunderdome.
0: Oh my god, <laughs> the camera work was so bad on this show. That's all I'm going to say. That's that's the the honestly the mark of this show, good or bad, was the was Kevin Dunn really taking everything that could have been good and making it awful. Specifically the two main Survivor Series tag matches, there were some instances where the camera work was so just atrocious. Like it made people look like idiots and we missed cool stuff because the camera was focused on other stuff. It's just... Oh, it wasn't just the camera work. Oh, it was everything. It was
1: because we have crowd noise in an empty arena. Oh, yeah. And I swear to God, they better not bullshit that crap when we go to the Tampa Bay Rays baseball stadium.
0: <laughs> uh, they just might. Also, the Thunderdome is still awful, in case any of you were wondering. I still this hate was... it.
1: This pay-per-view was when I really started to get sick of it.
0: I, I was sick of it since its inception, but... I, seriously, my, my first thought when I ever saw the Thunderdome was this looks dumb. And here we are. Months later. It's still dumb.
1: Now it's just distracting. Yes. Now you like, can't even focus in I, the ring because all you're seeing is these like changing derpy
0: faces in the background. They're looping! Honestly, like I saw, there was at least a couple times where I saw like the same person doing the exact same motion on a loop. And I'm like, this is so fake. This is so fake and cornball well,
1: well, here's the thing. I think it's actually good that it distracted us from this show because there was a lot of crap that was just bad.
0: Speaking of which, <sighs> uh, let's go no, ahead kidding, and start off with the opening matchup. We had the Men's Survivor Series Tag Team Match. AJ Styles, Braun Strowman, Matt Riddle, Sheamus, and Keith Lee from Raw versus Seth Rollins, Baron Corbin, Otis, Kevin Owens, and Jay Uso. And I have some things to say about Jay Uso even though it's not necessarily his fault, although it kind of looks like his fault, but we'll get to that. Thoughts on this match?
1: Well, I'm going to start by correcting you because it is no longer Matt Riddle. It's just Riddle.
0: Are you serious? Oh, did you it not know this? Of his first name? Why? I no, hate this company. Know. We don't know. I, I, all right, immediately down a number grade. Down a number grade. <laughs>
1: Nobody nobody knows why this decision was made.
0: It's, just, it's a stupid name change. He needs to come out in a I, I can, green I can, I can onesie covered in question right marks. Now, why? Uh, here's, I can guarantee you it's going to
1: be it for a stupid reason. Well, we was, what was really stupid was the fact that they had that big 3G graphic of his goddamn flip-flops. Why, how is that appealing <laughs> to a modern audience?
0: Uh, I don't know. I still think like, it's Pyro why with I, all the
1: three D animation shit. Like what the fuck? I'm not at Universal Studios.
0: Like I even think like the Pyro is stupid to do in front of no audience, just a bunch of screens. But
1: Oh yeah, well they continue to do stuff that it's not it's not even for us. It's just so they can get a jolly out of it. That was this whole match. This match was not for the fans. This match was a matchup between
0: Fox and USA. There were so many moments in this match where I just threw my hands up in frustration. Like, it wasn't bad, but there were so many moments that were just absolutely stupid. Also, Otis's blue collar thing is awful. It's it's Otis's everything is awful. Is awful. He threw some. He threw some decent belly to belly <laughs> suplexes. That's about it.
1: Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We have Keith Lee in the ring. Otis tags in, and Michael Cole in his weeniest voice he could possibly say, "This is a battle between two super heavyweights." Fuck off! Oh my god. Let me tell you something about Michael Cole. There is no life in his voice anymore. He is dead behind the eyes and in the soul. There is there is nothing to this man anymore.
0: It is sad. He is it's just an script. Act- an actual puppet. He is an actual puppet. He actually has Vince's hand up his ass at all times.
1: Yeah, it was just All of this all of these things between the lifeless commentary, Corey Greaves' just being insufferable, period.
0: I I'm I'm done with him. Was I'm this the match Grieves. where was this the match where Samoa Joe said, and I quote, what is good for the goose is good for the gander? <laughs> you know. I remember you know, Samoa Joe saying that on this show and I actually wanted to hang myself.
1: In all credit to the Samoa, Samoa Joe In yes. all credit to Samoa Joe, he has gotten much better on commentary. But it's
0: still WWE formatted commentary, Oh, so and no matter when, how good that person is, they're always going to suck because of the way that they're told to produce it. And another wonderful quote, uh, Skyler, you mentioned earlier when Keith Lee and Otis were in the ring together, Samoa Joe said, let's get the earth a-quaking! Can we not? <laughs> Can we not? Please? Well...
1: My, you know what my favorite Samoa Joe line is? Is when uh, I forget what the uh, matchup was with Drew McIntyre, but he was like, "Drew's gonna have to focus. He's gonna have to uh, think less and clay more." <laughs> that was
0: the one from Summer Slam. I hate my. I hate. I hate that That's I laugh ridiculous. at that. Oh my god! I th- I think it's more your delivery, Sean, because you can get away with that.
1: As I am, yeah. and have a gimmick like I do, you can make even the worst lines sound halfway decent. But unfortunately, well, can we, can, with this particular match, can we start with Seth Rollins elimination?
0: Yes, please. The first time I wanted to quit on this show, I
1: was dreading. I did quit. I did quit after this. Why? I saw Seth get eliminated and then I stopped and turned off the program and then turned it on the next day and started watching
0: again. I don't blame you. Like, I was watching this with my friend uh, Bradley. Shout out to Mr. Perfect Fangstein. Uh, We were watching this together and we were both absolutely confused. What was the point of this?
1: This was the way to write off Seth Rollins because Becky Lynch is about to pop.
0: But, like... Is is he like um? Uh, Didn't they say he was mad that he was drafted to Raw from uh, drafted to SmackDown from Raw, and he wants Raw to win or something yes. like that? Is that the storyline? Yes. Then just walk you know, out and get counted out. You don't have to get kicked in the face.
1: The the saddest part of this is that Seth was probably the guy in this entire SmackDown roster that had the highest amount of star power, and he lost with the stupidest means and the stupidest WWE just. Kids' shows, storytelling garbage that makes no sense, and
0: just uh, I. This it, is finger poke of doom, bad. Okay, I wouldn't go that far, but it's still pretty dumb. It is still pretty dumb. Oh, okay. Just Seth just giving up and getting kicked in the face in the middle of the match. If he wanted raw, if he wanted a uh, raw to win, then just leave the match. You don't have to get kicked in the face. Or better yet then just, like, quit your contract on SmackDown and get a new contract to Raw. And you know how they can do that? Because it's fake. He doesn't... He's not... uh,
1: Joshua, Joshua, you're getting too emotionally invested in this because it's stupid.
0: I'm yeah, trying to, to use logic. Bro. I'm trying to use no. logic in an illogical there's, there's situation. No I'm, here, I'm sorry. Here, I'm Take sorry.
1: Logic and leave it at the door. <laughs>
0: we
1: don't come here for logic.
0: God, I want to kill myself.
1: This on, on a side note, unrelated to wrestling, I do want to give a congratulations to Seth Rollins on About to Become a Dad.
0: Yeah, that is and a good thing.
1: I'm just thinking, John Moxley's also about to become a dad and Roman's already a father. So just picture this. Just picture this. A video package. Delta, Alpha, Delta, Sierra. Dads.
0: Dodo. Dad, Dad, dad And a baby
1: strapped to their vests. <laughs> They changed the entire theme song, so now
0: instead of having the guitars just dad-dad. Dad-dad. (laughs) Dad-dad-dad-dad. (laughs) Dad-dad-dad. Okay, please. Please let that be a thing. Father's Day with the Shield. Book it, WWE. I would actually love that. No,
1: John Moxley's not WWE anymore, so... Screw it. It's good enough. It's good
0: enough. It needs to be on their Twitters. Oh man! Oh god! Um, the next really stupid thing in this match, um, Kevin Owens was giving everyone a stunner, and then AJ Styles gives him the phenomenal forearm, and he goes for the pin. Jay Uso is in the lower right hand corner of the screen and watches the entire pinfall without trying to pick it up, without trying to break it up. Why? You
1: know- you missed the part where uh, Team Raw started running in and attacking Team SmackDown, and Team SmackDown started running in and attacking Raw, so they all got distracted.
0: No, he was staring at it. Like, Jey Uso was staring at the pinfall and did nothing. Well, because they only have so
1: much time, Mr. Good, and all... You know, Jey Uso's not supposed to do
0: his stuff till later, so... They then clothesline him! Kick him in the face! Uh, like... Oh, uh, come on! Don't...
1: don't uh, details like that don't add logical
0: or, things that would make or, it look like a fight. Or just zoom in on the pin where Jey Uso's out of the shot so he doesn't look like an idiot. I suppose. I mean by he looked way, like the biggest moron. Kevin Owens giving Team
1: Raw a DX chop and telling them to suck it.
0: I hate Kevin Owens' stunner by the way. It looks awful. Me too. It's getting worse. Me too. It is getting worse the more he does it. <sighs> Kevin Owens has lost a lot of steam, hasn't he? Yes. That wasn't a pun. That was Oh it my god.
1: We appreciate it nonetheless.
0: <laughs> thank but, you. Thank you.
1: <laughs> but he uh, go back to the pop-up power bomb, please.
0: Yes, it's so much better. It's cooler.
1: Oh, and while we're on the uh, subject of getting rid of stuff, get rid of AJ Styles using that forearm as a finish.
0: Yes, I've hated, hated that since he started uh, doing that. I hate it.
1: It's just a forearm.
0: Styles clash or bust, That's or the or the calf crusher.
1: Um, or the problem with okay, okay. The only problem with the with the styles clash is that it takes time to set up, and in the context of a fight, it's much easier just to use a forearm. Plus, I like that AJ has multiple finishers. Then, then get rid of the forearm and bring it real back to old school TNA. Bring back the spiral tap.
0: Didn't he forget how to do I, that? I, AJ AJ does not have the physical capacity
1: to do the spiral tap anymore. Then do a four fifty. Like he's won, he won the TNA championship in two thousand nine with a four fifty against
0: Sting of all people at Bound yeah, for Glory. Bring back the didn't he call it the Superman the springboard four fifty?
1: Well, he Isaac uses that did. as a setup. He uses that as a setup move.
0: A four fifty splash as a setup move. That's, yeah, yeah. That, Welcome to modern pro wrestling. Wrestling is dead. Yes. End of the End of podcast. See you guys next. I'm just kidding. Yep. Still, See you
1: guys, that was it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We've now reached the point. Actually, on the we're a Carson forum. Podcast.
1: Watch me and Sean from combat in Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is no, no a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast? Just well, I'm, this is Memorial Day weekend after all.
0: Let's think about this. <laughs> just just think about this. A flying forearm is a finishing move, and a 450 splash is not.
1: How? Yeah. Yeah. Sad, isn't it?
0: Yes, it's depressing.
1: Yeah. Go watch AEW. Go watch a Young Bucks match sometime, and then tell me about moves having meaning. (laughs) That's the thing, Joshua, is that you have not been watching all Elite Wrestling, and if you watch them, you would never complain about WWE and finishers ever again.
0: I have a feeling that you're right, but I haven't been watching AEW. Let me have this.
1: No, it's it's. I would say it's just as bad. It's honestly industry. No, it's, it's worse. It's worse. It's
0: industry wide. But I will say, speaking of Jay Uso, that pop up Samoan drop was beautiful. That looked great. It always looks great when he does that.
1: I wish there weren't three was Uso's the on this of show. Huh? Well, Jey Uso to me, I've I've. I think Jey Uso did pretty good job at the end of this match, but what I wanted to mention was that I really wish that we didn't have three Samoans on this show and all three of them doing Samoan drops. Yeah. Can you all choose one person to do it? I would have actually chosen Nia Jax because hers actually looks like the most impactful, but...
0: Who was it? That... Well, I mean,
1: they're all part of the same family, so, I mean... I know, but that's part of the problem, even still. Like... If you're trying to set up where the moves actually had any meaning, which I know they don't anymore, but seeing it now makes it mean less when Nia does it, which makes it mean less when Roman does it. Who so what you're saying is that we need more Samoan mace moves?
0: Who was it in the match that gave we AJ Styles that Tilt-A-World backbreaker? We need the
1: Samoan we need the Samoan, upper cup. we need the
0: Samoan DDT. Hang on, hang on. Who was it that gave AJ Styles that Tilt-A-World DDT? I mean, that tilt world backbreaker in this match? It was awful. It, it was That was... I actually, like... Uh, w- I yelped. Because that looked really bad. Could have oh, uh, paralyzed them. Uh,
1: that was Corbin. It was Corbin? Uh, of course.
0: Yeah, like, he tried to give him a tilt to World backbreaker, but he kind of dropped him a little bit. No, it was Kevin Owens. It was Kevin Owens. Because Kevin Owens gave him the back body drop. Mm. And AJ immediately... Yeah, no, you're right. I love it when oh, AJ that, takes a like, back body I drop, because he launches like himself. But then Kevin Owens tried to give him a backbreaker... And kind of dropped him a little, but still kneed him right in the spine. And I was just like, oh, God.
1: Yeah, that looked gnarly. It, I, I even I made a point to note it in my notes.
0: Yeah, that, that looked, looked really bad. But credit but to AJ, he Barry shook it Corbin. off.
1: Speaking of Barry Corbin, he has really regressed, hasn't he? He,
0: he? There was a point where he was better than this?
1: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Everyone has regressed. Watch watch his match with Rhino in NXT. It's solid stuff. Or even his match with AJ Styles and Dolph Ziggler for the WWE Championship a couple of years ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. That that was a pretty good match. He
1: had, he had his moments, but you know, they shaved his head, made him Constable Corbin, and the rest was bad. And then they actually kayfabe blamed, real life blamed him for him being a kayfabe general manager for their ratings being down.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: And then, and then they made him a king.
0: For, for over a year. Why is he still King Corbin?
1: Because, because they have no idea what to do with him.
0: They exactly. Exactly. have no idea what to do with anyone on this show.
1: Well, two people, but they're the main event. But we'll get to that when we get to that.
0: But, um, anyway, so, like, when it came down to everyone versus Jey Uso, Jey Uso did look really good, although I wish he would stop throwing so many... All he was doing was super kicks. And it the f- was a super yeah. kick party. And the, the finish was really cool. The finish was really cool. And, yes, I will give Keith Lee props for naming his move the Spirit Bomb, because that's just got me right where I live. And Raw with the clean sweep over SmackDown, so... Uh, now,
1: you the more things change, the more they stay the same. Yep. Now, do you guys want to know how this victory built into Raw's storylines? Sure. Uh-huh. Okay. So, did you all see the spot where Braun Strowman got injured? By the way,
0: no, I did not.
1: What one was it? I think it was when Jey Uso pushed Braun Strowman into the turnbuckle, and his knee hit the turnbuckle. Hmm. That would I'm do not it. Sure. Anyways. So five-time NWA world champion Adam Pearce is congratulating the team on Raw, and he's going to give them the opportunity to fight for the WWE Championship, and then Braun Strowman gets pissed because he gets named last, so Braun headbutts Pierce, and he's out, and that's the cover for him not being for the title. So they have a series of contendership matches, and the one that comes out on top is AJ Styles.
0: Yeah, isn't the main event, well, one of the main events for TLC going to be Drew McIntyre versus AJ Styles? Yes, it is. I, I, I'm all about that. That I
1: can definitely tolerate.
0: Yeah, that'll that that that'll be a good match.
1: What I cannot yes. tolerate... But apparently, by the way, by the way, apparently Braun Strowman was supposed to face Drew McIntyre until uh, he got injured.
0: Fuck me. Yeah,
1: I'm going to take that so, as a reprieve. So... But thank you, Ron Strowman, for being injured. Actually, that's the thing. of the J.M.S.L. saving Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> yes.
0: You know oh, what? Yeah. You're right. You're right.
1: I would say AJ is definitely an upgrade. But what is not an upgrade to anything is Otis, and I want to mention this before we get to the finish of this match, because Otis did this one secrets where he made this comeback, and all his stuff landed flat, looked good, he had a house of fire, he laid his stuff in, and then he did the the Kool-Aid man, oh yeah, oh yeah, and the Caterpillar, and it just completely destroyed the moment. Yeah. If Otis name actually, like, the ca- if he had a better gimmick... Or- if he had a better gimmick and just tightened up some of his stuff, stopped being so WWE goofy, there'd be something
0: to him. But it's a kid's show, Sean. You need to be goofy.
1: I know. Find know, I the know. children.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. FBI, open up.
1: So, I guess the bottom line with this whole match is I'm really tired of these colored t-shirt contests. Me too. It's a softball
0: game. They didn't, they didn't even the have a scoreboard tonight.
1: Good job. Good job, USA Network. You won. You beat Fox.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Kinda like last time. And, and the time before that.
1: You're killing it. Uh I don't want to even talk about the next match. I don't
0: either. We're so. going to anyway. So, Tag Team Champion versus Tag Team... First off, let me mention, they showed the commercial for the uh, Gears of War uh, thing where you can play as the New Day. Isn't Gears of War supposed to be, like, super serious? Super, super serial. And they turned it into Fortnite with the New Day.
1: Oh, okay. okay. To be fair, the armor is pretty awesome.
0: It looks really cool, but it looks like Fortnite. Everything's becoming Fortnite now. Even Gears of Wars, Gears of Fortnite. I I want to die. Um But anyway, so we have Tag Team Champion versus Tag Team Champion. The Street Pop, the Street Prop, the Street Poppets. Twist it, pull it. Anyway, I'm sorry. The Street Profits versus the New Day. Um, thoughts on this match? This
1: was the Street Profits' best match on the main roster. But it's only because the new day were carrying them through it. Yeah, faint praise. Uh, I I had a couple. I had issues with this. I had a lot of issues with this. I actually did not like this tag match at all. I I, I don't want to say I hated it because that's going that's going a little far. But I if I didn't watch this match, I would have been fine not watching this match. And by the way, who puts a 30 second video game vignette in the middle of an entrance?
0: Yeah, I kind of thought that was weird too.
1: Why would you do that? And then mid-entrance, you finish your entrance, and then you go to a minute and a half promo. (laughs) With them already in the ring. And it's a performed scripted promo. It wasn't even a promo that was organic or felt it was private Party. Oh, I'm sorry. The street
0: prophets (laughs) performing, performing scripted material. They are so annoying.
1: And not making it look like or feel like they meant anything that they said. Can I give a reason? Because they suck. (laughs) Yes. Not mincing words. Can I give a reason? Because I just gave you the reason. Let me give you another reason. The, the other reason
0: is that they haven't cut the promo so Kofi and Xander could take
1: off
0: the armor. Oh, oh, no, not that's not a good reason though. That's not a good reason. reason why? That's a reason, not a good reason. But Yep. I thought the match was fine. I mean, it's kind of hard to enjoy a match when you when you hate one team and you don't really care about the other team, and you just kind of want it to end. There was some cool moves. That's all I have to say. That's
1: all that this, because that's all this match was. There were no baby faces, there were no heels. New well, Day tried to do. Oh, oh, oh. New day, uh, you don't get to hold on until I finish all of my sentence here, sir. You stay in your place. Uh, I
0: you. <laughs> I'm the referee. What, uh, yellow flag. Yellow flag on Skylar. Uh, Sean gets to talk. So.
1: There were no baby faces, no heels. Even though Kofi and Xavier tried to add a little heelish tactics to make some sort of hot tag, make it feel like there was a hot tag. Plus Kevin Dunn pumping in the stupid chants, which didn't help. Yeah. Uh, but there was this match. There wasn't really a much baby face shine or heat, and the comeback was weak. And then it just kept going and going and yeah, going. Yeah, this was a long it match. Moves. Then it just became four guys doing setup moves and then Street Profits won. And then they all hugged. What a great happy moment about two teams who are willing to try to fight each other and beat each other up. Yeah. Hugs.
0: I will say, for me, the best part of this match, Kofi Kingston did that dive over the top row where he like splashes into you with his hip. He obliterated Montez Ford. That looked really, really ugly. Like it was gruesome. Like he demolished him with that dive on on the outside. Go ahead, Sky.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure I want to talk. To no, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. go ahead. Go um, ahead. I'm done. This was this was an AEW tag team style match. That's all I have to say.
0: Pretty much everything like, Sean just said condensed into I one mean, sentence.
1: The, the, like the street profits are fine. But they're not anything special. They're just an energetic tag team in the mold of a private party or an Enzo and Cass. Energetic. Um,
0: energetic, because Montez Ford has so much energy he could light a city. Can we can we burn that city uh, down?
1: I, well, uh, that well, city, well, city is well, called well, Ohio. Well, also, the subject of Montez Ford. Before we move on from Montez Ford, can I mention how much I hate Montez Ford's face and eyes and
0: rest of his body? Okay, I'm a little late to the party on this one, but I'm also starting to get annoyed by his constant wide-eyed and that weird, like, dance he did on the apron at the beginning of the match where he was, like, climbing on his knees. Montez I hate Ford him. Montez Ford is an Ultimate Warrior clone. I. That's an oh, insult to telling. the Ultimate Warrior. And... <laughs>
1: Selling, it's he's trying to get too much out of his facials, and I think if he dialed it down a little bit, he'd be a lot better. Because he did dial it down later on, and he showed he could sell normally. He just is like like every other thing with WWE's presentation; it was just
0: overly cartoony. And also the part where Kofi Kingston was, you know, he he was holding Montez's cup. And that somehow pissed Montez off and the announcers are like, oh, the disrespect. And then Kofi kicks well, the cup and it, and it doesn't even cup, go an inch it. into the into the and like it. into the screens. It just it blows back towards Kofi, which is kind of funny. That was that was the next time I wanted to quit.
1: Why do they still do this solo cup thing? I hated this <laughs> I don't, from the start. There's still porn know. solo
0: cups for the custodians to pick up afterwards. <laughs> And, and Bradley was like... Bra- when me and Bradley were watching this, he was like, well, he did kick his cup, and I was like, did you see his entrance? They have more! Like, a hundred cups rain from the sky! He has more cups! But Why Joshua, is it this one cup? cup is, is,
1: is blue, and the rest of them were red! I, because he's on SmackDown now! <laughs>
0: Skyler, please... <laughs> Just...
1: By the way, just think, on one wrestling show, we have a heat spot involving a guy ripping off the pockets of another guy's pants, and on this show we have someone kicking a solo cup.
0: Professional wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. Is, I why dead. We like it. is it has it is deceased. We are just pissing on its rotting carcass at this point. And uh and speaking of that
1: cup kick, the saddest part about that is if have had that place been full of fans, that would have gotten a pop. Yeah. And I would have been disappointed in the fans for popping at something dumb like that. Yeah. Uh, Although
0: I will me, say, hold on. This is giving me cancer. okay, okay, okay. Um, up next. <laughs> <laughs> up next, I, I don't. I don't have much to say about this next match because nothing really happened. Intercontinental Champion versus U.S. Champion, Sami Zayn versus Bobby Lashley. This is what I'll say about this match. I like the Hurt business. I think it's cool. Uh, Sammy did nothing but yell and whine and complain, and then he got submitted with the Hurt Lock. And that was it.
1: I liked it for its simplicity.
0: It, it was a I... little... It, like, Sammy did practically nothing in this match.
1: Sammy, what Sammy kept trying to do is he kept trying to get himself disqualified or kept trying to get himself counted out, but the Hurt Business kept cutting him off. So he was trying to do the heel thing, even though the heel is outnumbered by the baby faces four to one.
0: Yep. <laughs> but, so but. we had a baby face versus baby face match, immediately followed by a heel versus heel match.
1: Well, no, no, because I Sammy think the was hurt being baby
0: The Hurt, the Hurt Business, or baby faces?
1: I think after they faced retribution, they are now babyfaces. Because retribution was something that happened that made sense. That turned all the heels babyfaces for no reason.
0: Can you tell I haven't been really paying attention to the product? I mean, give me one reason why I should. kind of a babyface now. No, he is
1: not. No, 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 we we are not getting into that. Well, he was anyway. Damn it, Alexa Bliss. The, uh... The Hurt Business looked great. I agree with you. I really like the Hurt Business. Uh, the commentary sucks the enthusiasm out of this entire
0: show. Corey Graves. like They do this with every single heel announcer. There, they're, What is happening? There's I'm a, pretty
1: sure that we're in the middle
0: of heated traffic. Yeah, but there's a train going by. It or, we're like. in,
1: or we're on a train. That, that's mine.
0: I was wondering. I'll, I'll, move. I'll Beep. move to a better
1: place. <laughs> folks, wrestling is so dead, we're getting on the next train at a Dodge. So, <laughs> the,
0: the hype the train folks, has the left the building. one
1: of the three of us on the internet. Yeah. My apologies, I live next to a train station,
0: so. <laughs> Honestly, are that was mean, more entertaining a than a lot of the stuff on the show.
1: Has you should build this by now.
0: Yeah, but I know I don't care okay. about this match. Can we move on?
1: It's it's um, I I liked it. It wasn't huge. It wasn't massive. It they had no purpose. But for what it was, they all did a pretty good job at it. I I, will, no I I really like Bobby Lashley. Like I'm sad that he is where he is right now because honestly, he should be in the main events. I and will. Enough.
0: I will say I, think, I preferred I, I preferred his full Nelson finishing move, the Hurt Lock, when he grapevined but now it's just a standing full Nelson. I wish he would add back the grapevine, but that's just a nitpick.
1: Yeah, because it it's not an impressive finisher. It it looks weird. Yeah. But we might be able to save it for a match that actually bears the significance to need to grapevine. I don't think Sami Zayn's a guy you grapevine for. No, no, no. Uh-huh. You
0: know, but that's that. Yeah. Alright, uh, and after this, we had a segment where Roman Reigns was just yelling at Jay Uso, pretty much setting the seeds. No, he
1: was not He was not yelling. He was, he was talking
0: affirmatively. He was calmly chastising Jay, planting the seeds for our main event later tonight.
1: But he gave him the old, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed.
0: Yeah, and that's just the worst thing you can ever hear from your <laughs> Roman dad. Roman Reigns, because I mean,
1: that bad energy. James uh, Gentleman Uso. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am disappointed in you, son. You lost now, a five on one match. You know done, How dare man. you?
1: No, no, fire, Matt. matter of fact, get out of the house. You're going <laughs> to think about what you did.
0: Get out of and my arena realize. and think about what you did. <laughs> so that the was next was match. The next match. Dad. The next match we had... Oh, <laughs> uh, what is this becoming?
1: Roman Reigns giving a lecture to Jey Uso that for the dad theme of the shield to play would be absolutely a great entertainment. Yes,
0: absolutely. Dad,
1: dad. Dad,
0: dad. Dad, dad. <laughs> dad, dad. Dad, dad. Dad, dad, dad. <laughs> uh, Anyway. So Asuka versus Sasha Banks. Yeah, Oscar versus Sasha Banks. <laughs> Raw Women's Champion versus SmackDown Women's Champion. I thought this was fine. Although we've seen this match a million times before. I
1: I thought they did too much. It was it was fine, but this was another baby face versus baby face match. Yep. So that I could only get so invested.
0: Yeah. It it was like I, there was nothing wrong with it. My biggest problem is I've seen this match so many times before this year. And I'm—I just don't care.
1: I completely skipped it. I (laughs) (laughs) because because you're right. You're right. We've seen this match since Extreme Rules in July. Oh, right. So how much can you get out of a match you've seen five or six times in months? Like. But. but Sky, now they're both happy baby faces and they don't dislike each other so they can hug at the end. Aren't you excited? Fuck
0: no. Uh, Asuka did a really I, cool codebreaker at too. one point. I didn't
1: point. know they hugged and that makes it even worse.
0: Like she caught, uh, she caught Sasha in midair with a codebreaker at one point. That was cool. That was the main that was thing. Cool. That was the main thing I got from this match. But a will tell you
1: something. Code breaker codebreaker looks better than Jericho. I'll tell you though I did actually mention that uh, <laughs> in my notes, but I'm I'm losing favor with Oscar. She's she's really diminishing for me, and I feel bad about that. But the uh, the way I call this is this is a gr- a non-canon gray side of the force match
0: because please explain. Or-
1: Neither are heel, neither baby faces, and this match bears no significance to what any of these two are doing and will not be acknowledged any time with WWE down the line whatsoever.
0: So every match on the show tonight?
1: Basically. <laughs> but it's like... But he, the craziest thing is like... Sasha... <laughs> the, oh, Corey Graves made some uh, mention that Sasha Banks didn't have a one-strike finish the way that Asuka does. And... I feel bad for saying this, but the first thing that came to
0: my mind was tell that to Paige. Oh, Uh, wow. uh, Too soon. Too soon, Sean. Sean, Jesus. Man. Sean, that joke knocked the feeling out of me. (laughs) That was... I know, it was straight up sinister. I understand
1: that. (laughs) I acknowledge
0: this. Oh, man.
1: But anyway, but then... Uh, Sasha Banks does a head scissors and she was supposed up. to like sell it and then go through the ropes I think but she just kind of like hit the ropes and the timing was bad and she didn't get to the outside
0: yeah that looked awkward
1: and then, then we had once again another shot do we have to have
0: an apron spot on every single show yes because the apron is the hardest part of the ring shut up JBL shut up <laughs> moggles
1: <laughs> I'm, t- I'm tired of this. <laughs> this is. It's just. And then and then they do this thing. Another thing, a nitpick, is when they do the count out and then they count like the count out gets to eight and then they jump up and run back in the ring.
0: Yep, they have to do every time.
1: i Have to do that every time. And then I had a revelation. After Kevin and Dunn missed another picture and picture spot yep. twice in
0: this match. Oh, wait till we get to the next match. I have some but, some words for Kevin Dunn in the next match. Anyway, But here's my here's my big problem and this was
1: my revelation. The moves look contrived and set up. Because when you have no heel and babyface dynamic, the focus on the moves psychologically is sharpened. So then subconsciously it makes not only any fans smart to the illusion, but it makes them hyper-focused and you notice more when things don't look right.
0: That actually makes a lot of sense.
1: So this is why a babyface and babyface match, except in extreme circumstances, just won't work. Because, because you're you're making fans who are already smart and pretentious, <clears throat> and having podcasts like this. Focus
0: <laughs> on your... That's why and, we're a good podcast because we're self-referential.
1: That's right. We're AEW. We're breaking the
0: fourth wall. Yes.
1: That's right. So,
0: super but, kick. I, I guess... just super kicked my microphone
1: match was just blah. It had no feeling to it. It had no ebb and flow. There was no pace. Asuka's just I feel like she's getting worse. She's
0: just been deflated.
1: And it's just Sasha, Sasha, I understand, she needed the win. I'm not saying she didn't need the win. But they did too much. Asuka just doesn't do it for me anymore. They've completely ruined her from what she used to be. Uh, This year was a really big part of that, having her basically be the only Constant in the any women's division, both women's divisions. Uh
0: This this match did more harm than good. It just wasn't interesting. I mean, it was. Just, I, I didn't hate it. It wasn't awful. It was just kind of there, and I just don't care. And that rhymed, so that's how we're gonna. That's we're then, gonna leave it. And
1: then the gobbledygooker cooker came, won the twenty four seven title, and our truth won it back. We're just gonna move right along. I literally have that listed in my notes. Inside the costume.
0: I literally have. In my notes, that listed as twenty four seven title bullshit. Yep. So, moving right along. This next match, good God, I don't even know what to say about this next match. Women's tag: Lana, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Lacey Evans, and Peyton Royce from Raw versus Bayley, Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, who was awful in this match, Liv Morgan, and Natalya from SmackDown. Oh God! Oh God! This match. I'll let you guys go first.
1: I'll let you go first guy. I miss Charlotte Flair.
0: Me too. Wow. We've <laughs> reached a Matt new low. And the previous one has made me miss Charlotte
1: and Becky, but mostly Charlotte because I have fans the queen. So, I, I'm going to be careful about how I say this because I know what I'm going to say is extremely controversial. So, I'm a believer in women's equality. I'm a believer in gender equality and giving women the same opportunity as men to be success in any industry. However, what I am not a fan of is representation for the sake of representation and PR bullshit, especially with women who are not talented and do not deserve it. Now, who am I talking about?
0: Just name a woman in this match and you would be correct, honestly.
1: And again, it's not—it's nothing against the women. They try, okay? Yeah, they try. I'm not faulting any of them. It's just that they are not trained to be able to have this type of matchup, except for like one or two of them. And they are booked horrendously to the point of not looking good whatsoever. But it, it, it's also just a talent issue. Like, the women's division is still
0: shallow as hell. Yep. And when you don't have a horse women to beef it up, it really shows how badly it is, especially because which one got
1: eliminated first.
0: Yep.
1: Sean, why don't you go? Well, first of all, you're an awful person, Sky. I'm offended by everything you said, and I'm going to cancel you. Ha- I
0: cannot believe we've allowed such a misogynist on this show.
1: Wow. What? After everything that Josh again and I have said on this podcast, <laughs> this is the one. This is...
0: I was this close to being monetized, Skyler.
1: I, I don't think we're getting out of this one, Josh. I think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's over from here. <laughs>
0: God. How can you sleep no. at night?
1: No, but uh, but seri- in all seriousness, I, I might say something more controversial than what you just said, Sky. I,
0: I kind of like this match. I mean... Uh, it w- oh, it wasn't awful. It wasn't bad. There were Let moments me th- Hang on, hang Let on, hang on. Explain. There were moments that were good and there were moments that were that sucked and then there was just moments yes. that were just there.
1: Yes. I, I I 100% agree with that. Let me explain, Ricky. Let me explain. <laughs> Cuz I got some explaining to do. Immediately. The fact that this match was not USA Network versus Fox and actually had some build and some storyline going into it immediately
0: made it better than the men's 5-on-5. Can I just say, before you continue, can I just say the storyline of Nia Jax giving Lana a Samoan drop through a table over and over and over and over again is my favorite storyline right now? Because it's that funny.
1: Well, it's funny for the wrong reasons and it does not get the desired effect of trying to make Lana look like a baby face.
0: It it's just, just makes... funny. I want I want Nia Jax to do that every TV single TV show from now Lana on until the, the single end single of time.
1: Spots. It's it's funny, but the thing is, she went through nine tables and she's still walking? Christ! That woman must have a
0: bag of steel! I was angry that Nia didn't do it again after this match. <laughs> Well, well, here's the I actually here's the thing,
1: started boys. booing here's the, thing. here's the thing Lana has a lot of practice from Rusev And being in the camel clutch <laughs>
0: <laughs> You know I was thinking that But you That's beat me to it <laughs> uh, And That's at the, the 45 minute mark We have hit the point of no return
1: <laughs> So now that the horse has left the barn
0: <laughs> Break her back Make her humble
1: or maybe linked <laughs> into the park. <barn. laughs> so
0: Jesus Christ.
1: This is deteriorating. <laughs> uh, so, so here's the thing. It had storyline it had storyline to it. It had build <laughs> Bailey was great being like, showing everyone, hey, I'm the captain. And everyone's like, yeah, all right. And she's like, no, look, I'm the captain.
0: And I love
1: Naya," and everyone like yelling at Lana and being like, get in the corner. You stand there in the corner and you don't move. You stay there. I loved that. That was why, hysterical. Why is Naya Jax also the Samoan mother? You stay in the corner and you think about what you did. Why I is the actually,
0: theme of this show, parents, being awful?
1: I thought... I thought Nia Jax was one of the better parts of this show, of this of this matchup. I, sh- I should say.
0: It hurts to it hurts to say that, but yes, I agree. But
1: the, the bar her, is so low. The
0: that bar her, is very but
1: low. But the but it wasn't any of her wrestling. Obviously, it was just the personality she was exuding. That was more charisma I've seen at Nia Jax than I think I've ever seen of Nia Jax.
0: Yeah, just just give her and like a sidekick that she hates. And torment Let these people
1: be themselves. Yeah. Nia Jax could get... I could see Nia Jax getting over if she was just being herself. I will never forget that stupid Be a Star promo she cut.
0: Oh, from Backlash 2018.
1: After beating Alexa Bliss that the crowd just booed the hell out of. Well, yeah. that That to me signified the problem <sighs> that they had. But now I hear she was being, she was being a bitch, which was great because that's what she should be doing. Yeah. It's, I thought, and the pyro (laughs) promo, and I loved Bailey also. Just while we're talking about the entrance, the Bailey promo where she's like, boo, she gets the power." She's like, "Oh yeah, oh they waited till me to get the power. You guys get power? No, I didn't
0: think so." I get Pyro, you don't get pyro, I get Pyro. (laughs) Before we continue, there were two things that really caught my attention in this match. One, Shayna Baszler was in the ring with Ruby Riot. Shayna threw a kick, and I think Ruby was supposed to duck, but she didn't. And my god, Shayna almost decapitated her. That was so nasty. Yeah, I I actually like recoiled and rewound it to make sure. Like, God, that was nasty. Like, maybe maybe the reason why Ruby was so bad in this match was because she was legit knocked silly.
1: Well, it wasn't just her because Kevin Dunn. There was a count where the ref counted one and Kevin Dunn counted two. Yep. And and he was knocked
0: pretty silly. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Kevin Dunn, that gets me to my second thing that I noticed. Two times in this match. Someone did a kip-up, and the camera was on someone else. You got the aftermath of the kip-up. You completely yeah. missed the kip-up. I think Shayna... No, no, not Shayna. Um, Bianca Belair did a kip-up early in the match, and Lacey Evans did a kip-up early in the match, and both times the camera was focused on someone else, and you just saw someone's foot move in the, on the like lower left-hand part of the screen. And I'm like, how are you this bad at this? Here's the thing, Joshua. Do
1: you want to know why that happens? Other than the fact that Vince Dunn is terrible at his job. It's because Drew McIntyre also does a kip-up, and they got his perfectly, which means that he probably wouldn't have, like, hey, um, don't show it to the audience, because I want to do mine.
0: Then don't have it in the match in the first place. This and isn't do, hard. And don't do three Samoan drops while you're at it.
1: Consistency.
0: And also, speaking of Ruby Riot, like Ruby Riot, I'm sorry, but she's she's awful. She completely whiffed a Insiguri uh, in this match. Completely whiffed it. Uh, and, she had a bad night. Yeah, she had a really had bad, a bad night. night. But I will say, speaking of that, like, um, she had a bad night. Peyton Royce had a good night until it was time for her elimination. But up until that point, she looked. Actually, pretty decent. She's improved. Here's, here's my question,
1: though: Why give her Bailey's pin, especially because. if you weren't going to keep her around?
0: Yeah, she was eliminated next, and like in the next minute.
1: That's all. That was my only question. I know they did the Bailey pin for the shock value of the biggest name getting eliminated. They do it all the time. I'm not surprised at that. I was just surprised at the choice of Peyton Royce out of all of that selection. Because according to Bailey, she is really high on Peyton Royce, and this was her way of trying to make her a bigger star by giving her a marquee elimination.
0: She tapped out 30 seconds later.
1: Yeah, if only that. I'm not, yeah. I'm, not I'm not going to explain their fucking. But that's the reason why she was no, Well, well, sure Bailey was like, "Oh, here's my tribute," and Vince is like, oh, "Hold my beer, pal." And then, <laughs> <laughs> And,
0: then that and also, Natalia uh, tried to go for that um that torture submission hold that they used to use when she, she her and Beth Phoenix were like the divas of Doom. But when yeah. she twisted it, like they both got messed up. She fell over, stomped Peyton Royce, and then put her in the sharpshooter, and that was it. Yeah, that was kind of funny.
1: I would have liked Natalia's finisher instead of the sharpshooter to have been that discus clothesline.
0: Yeah, she she she, she can crap. pop off some really good discus clotheslines.
1: That was, I, I don't think I've ever seen a discus clothesline that sharp. Now you even Lou Harper. I don't think even I don't think even Lou Parper's, Brody. I, I would say Natalia has a better discus clothesline than Lou Parper. That is some high praise. That is
0: some very high praise. She's, but, um, she's
1: good at what she does. I think that she's just... Unfortunately, her gimmick has been, I wear pink, and I'm the son of Jim Neidhart, and rah, and throws her hands up above her head, and that's been it for the past 15 the years.
0: Pro- yeah, pretty much. The problem for her just has no charisma. Yeah, and also she's an idiot. She's booked to be an idiot, because in this match, she tried to put a sharpshooter on someone who wasn't even in the match and got punched in the face and pinned, like a moron. Yep.
1: Well, here's the thing,
0: Joshua. There are no rules in wrestling right now, so I mean, it's worth a try. That women's right looked pretty good too. That yeah, it be looked the really best good. right, I've seen. I hate that that's her finishing move, but it was a pretty good punch. And I cannot believe, like, has Lacey Evans done the Spanish Fly before? Because that was impressive. Yes, it was okay. Yes,
1: she's done a Spanish Fly,
0: but. Eh. I I thought it was impressive because I've never seen her do it before.
1: While we're on the subject of Lacey Evans, can we please dump this Southern Bell gimmick?
0: Please. That's,
1: okay, listen. That gimmick was made by someone who has never been in the South. Yes. Has no idea what a Southern Bell is. Probably doesn't even know how the
0: language is spoken down there. Let me put it this way. I have lived in South Carolina my entire life. It's embarrassing to watch.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. remember, this is Vince McMahon...
0: Who was angry that Luke Harper could not do a southern accent. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and
1: then Lonel well, you know, you know, the was... from the account. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> but
1: then they did then they did that out suplex, that like vertical suplex catch to the outside, which was so set up and took way too long to do. Any of those Tower of Doom type stuff, so the dives to the catch where everyone's standing in a huddle. I just they have
0: no effect on me anymore. And once again, Ruby Riot got absolutely obliterated. They landed right on top of her. So much for catching them.
1: Yeah.
0: And then there was a hair tie in the
1: middle of the ring, and that was a tripping hazard.
0: <laughs>
1: Where was the referee to clean up that hair tie?
0: Uh, I don't know. Where I mean, was anyone oh, on the show? By honestly? the way,
1: another thing about this match, because as, as, as better as I thought it was, this is something for all women out there and all men out there in the professional wrestling world, and I want and I'm sure that both of you can think of at least three people. I when I say this, screaming is not a gimmick.
0: First thing that pops into mind is Kelly Kelly.
1: Mine There's was a, Mine was Pentagon Junior. It's just hoots and hollers and yells, and that's, I guess, your way to get the crowd involved, but it's just screaming. Ruby Riot did oh, it. What? Liv Morgan what? did it. Yep. What? Sarah Logan what? did it.
0: Yep. That, but they're what? the what? riot what? squad. What? They're crazy. They're like rioters. Nikki Cross did it. But she's crazy. <laughs> you get my point. Yes.
1: It, it's, it's, this needs to stop. Time to stop. (laughs) I really miss Charlotte Flair. (laughs) (laughs) You don't see Charlotte Flair using just screaming at the fans as a gimmick.
0: She only does that after she hits a really cool spear.
1: Why are so many women have this just screaming and wearing provocative clothing while you wrestle as their gimmick? Why are they wearing because
0: makeup they're as they wrestle? they
1: by Vince and company. I mean, that's a Michael P.S. thing, Hayes thing. Okay? I mean, let's, let's not get this twisted.
0: Like, after the match with Lana just had lipstick smeared all over her face and she looked like an idiot, I'm like, why put on, that on when you're, when you're about to be in a wrestling match? I never understood that. Because she has to be sexy.
1: Well, it's, I would rather have her lipstick than the wingtips that they gave Ronda Rousey. <laughs>
0: Oh God! But she's a bird for some reason. She's a bird.
1: Bird person, wrestler, martial artist, fighter, cow herder, yeah, video gamer. Sonya Blade.
0: Sonya Blade. Bird. Sonya Blade. Bird.
1: Uh, Let's just get. Let's just move on to something really quickly. Um. This match is over because Bianca Belair and Nia Jack both got Canada out, and Lana, who was standing on the steel steps doing nothing, won the match as a sole survivor. Do you want to know how they translate this on to Raw?
0: Didn't didn't um Asuka kick Shayna Baszler in the face and then Lana Pender?
1: Yes, and now they're going to compete for the tag team championships. Oh, God.
0: Right. Oh, great. Um, I'm so glad I don't care about the women's division. Can you imagine if you I know, cared about the women's division? Well, speaking
1: of Shayna Baszler getting eliminated like a total idiot. Oh yeah. Shayna Baszler got eliminated like a total idiot.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And why do modern? Why does do heels have to look like idiots when they get eliminated, or when they get the t- Heels and they're bad guys, and they should.
0: Uh, <sighs> you sound so deflated, Sean.
1: I I like. I liked this match. It was still a much better outing than the men's match. But just the overall women's... The presentation of women's wrestling in WWE leaves so much to be desired. Yeah. In wrestling in general. It's true.
0: At least um, it picked up. Damn true. (laughs) Alright. At least it picked up. Up next, we have our main event, which was by far the best match on the show. I think you'll agree. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre, WWE Champion versus Universal Champion. Thoughts on this match?
1: They sold my match and they're gonna get fucking sued.
0: <laughs>
1: okay, now for for anyone who listens to the Totally Awesome Podcast and lives under a rock and doesn't listen to the Court Martial Podcast, which you can find the link in the description of this video, as well as Survivor Series footnotes from last week. And as well as an NWL versus ACPW Fantasy League that Skylar and I have been doing for seven months, also on that channel.
0: Yeah, check how do you guys not know this? Where have you guys been? You've been watching WWE too much. That's what the problem is. In
1: case, in case you have not been paying attention, Skylar and I have been doing a fantasy back-and-forth booking, and the main event of his WrestleMania, quote-unquote, WrestleFestival was Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. And he booked a somewhat similar, albeit better, finish than what Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns did here, which is why Skyler is going into promo mode. Now that you all have the context, you may continue your rant. And it's not just this match, but it's also the fact that we have AJ Styles versus Drew McIntyre for TLC. And that's great and all. But what was my first show's main event? It, it was AJ. It was AJ Styles and Drew McIntyre. WWE is getting fucking sued.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, look at WWE's track records of wins and losses and lawsuits. Good luck, buddy. I I bet you they're gonna listen to my show seven months ago and think, "Wow, that was a great book match." Let's do that. If, if WWE had the intelligence, the the brain trust behind them to think that well. We wouldn't even be having this conversation. <laughs> I, swear they, I swear to God, if they end that match with AJ trying to do a phenomenal form and Drew McIntyre counters with a Claymore, which is the finish to that match I made. They, they are legitimately not smart enough to steal from you, Sky.
0: If no, they, if, that, if, if that is the finish, I will laugh uproariously. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Uh, and we will actually review but, that match on this show just for Skylar's reaction.
1: Yes. But anyways, this match is actually for something. It's not just champion versus champion, but for the title of the, the guy in WWE. And as Roman Reigns puts it, Drew McIntyre is the right
0: guy at the right place at the wrong time. I love that callback. I love that callback. Because they were actually like he, and he called him, hey, number two, during the entire match, which I thought was great.
1: Yeah, because he said on a promo on SmackDown, saying, Drew, you're always going to be my favorite number two.
0: He's to such me, a dad.
1: McIntyre is a big shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's what he meant by that. Uh, he's a superhero in training.
1: Well, to me, this should have been a mania. Yes. This is a WrestleMania match. This did not belong on Survivor Series. And it did not belong on Survivor Series with nobody there in front of a Thunderdome with Kevin Dunderdome <laughs> head of the Dimsdale Thunderdome, <laughs> Just, uh... Just ruining it, again, because the Pumpkin... I've, I said three times in this match, Dunn is ruining this match with the crowd chants.
0: Yep. This, is, this awesome is awesome chant near the end was just... Insufferable
1: It's literally Kevin Dunn just jacking himself off Yes And it's just And and Cole saying Oh this is the feeling out process Stop
0: <laughs> Stop This is a war Sean Did you know that we're watching an actual war In this match It's a war Did I emphasize well, a war enough Well
1: Roman Reigns had a Thanos glove So he was obviously prepared Yes and Drew McIntyre had a fucking sword.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's Vince McMahon's sword, mind you.
0: McMahon has a Even sword. Even
1: better, you guys know that, right? That actually is Vince McMahon's sword. Yes, yes, I
0: know that. Vince McMahon Triple is H- not cool enough to own a sword. Okay, that bothers Triple me. Triple H gave it to him. Huh? Triple H
1: gave him the sword for his one of his birthdays. He had it like hand forged. To to give to Vince McMahon, so Vince actually gave Drew that sword to use. Huh? That is actually
0: Vince McMahon's
1: sword, which might be the only badass quality left of Vince McMahon. Is I own this dope sword?
0: But Sean, I thought I thought that that dope sword dope was passed ball. down throughout Drew McIntyre's family.
1: Hey babe. Hey babe. <laughs>
0: For a second there, I thought you were just hissing at me violently.
1: Well, speaking of violent hissing, Drew took a step on the bump on the on the steel steps during this match, which was great. I love this match. Yeah. But the he takes a bump, a step. It just didn't look too crisp. He didn't really, he didn't really get into it right, and. You know, he obviously hasn't been paying attention to Triple H doing it in literally every match Triple H has ever been in, ever.
0: <laughs> You're so right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> literally, any match on, match on Rock. can I do the, uh, the steps bump? Uh, is, uh, do you want to go
0: out there? Alright, I'm doing the steps bump. I literally <laughs> just cycled through at least 20 Triple H matches in my brain just now, and each and every single one I remember like... vividly, him going <laughs> chest first into the steel steps. Each and every one.
1: <laughs> yep. Every one. He loved doing that step up. Even in the Rumble. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he, he, he goes into the elimination chamber and brings a pair of steps with him so he can do that. <laughs> yes so that's actually how he escapes
1: the chamber he just says instead of the chamber with him he's just set up like four steel steps on either side and then when the lights come on he just takes that bump into the steps to get out of his pod.
0: oh god
1: building us good way to heaven amazing
0: <laughs> oh god
1: but, but we have two grown ass men Punching the living shit out of each other.
0: Finally, yeah.
1: my god, it was glorious. Yes, the, the, the tone and the and the charisma and the aura in this match was a thousand times different than anything we had seen up to this point.
0: This was like a different show.
1: It, it was separating the the men from the boys. Yes, you know, it honestly felt like a WrestleMania main event. Like yeah, this was a match where Roman was clearly the heel dominant champion, and Drew McIntyre is the dominant face, and he's looking for the championship.
0: Yeah, it felt like a match between the two best wrestlers in the company.
1: Yeah. And and that's Spinebuster, though. Oh, yes. That's Spinebuster. Drew, I gotta give you credit, man. That was a hell of a Spinebuster. Arn would be proud and if he wasn't facing Sting at AW. Fine, he may have the best spinebuster in wrestling.
0: Currently. But I will say one of my favorite things about this match is as much as we hate the commentary, I love that they referenced Drew McIntyre eliminating Roman Reigns in the Royal Rumble to win the Rumble that started this whole year for Drew McIntyre. I love and that they brought last that up.
1: Year in the Survivor Series match when Roman Reigns eliminated Drew McIntyre in the Survivor Series match last year.
0: When they want to, they can tell a good story. When they want to. It's just like they never want to. Yeah. Well, well because they don't want to anyone to get off to a
1: You have to know, Joshua, that that wasn't actually that. They didn't plan this a year
0: ago. Yeah, I know, but still.
1: Well, if you gentlemen recall, the original matchup that they were planning for WrestleMania 36 was Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. And then they switched it so that Roman Reigns would face Goldberg, and then that got kiboshed, and then... I don't know why I thought about WrestleMania 36. That just made me depressed.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so
1: then then they do the spear into the Kimura lock, which looked
0: awesome. Although, I, okay, that, okay, so I was just giving them credit for bringing up sto- other storyline stuff. None of the announcers were like, dude, that's Brock Lesnar's Kimura. None I, of them said it also, once. And I was like... I, it's right there in front of you. Just say it. that's what Brock Lesnar used on Roman Reigns a lot. Just bring it up, but they never mentioned it once. They called it the Kimura once, and then they just they just never mentioned it again. I hate the commentary. By the way, has
1: Brock Lesnar ever countered a spear into a Kimura lock?
0: He countered one into a guillotine.
1: But he never did a spear into a Kimura lock.
0: I don't think so.
1: Because I was racking my brain, it's like, that was amazing. I don't know how he was able to do it, but by damn he did it. Not even Brock did it could do it better. Well, here's here's my thing, here's my response to, to all of that. I don't mind the fact that they didn't mention Brock only be, only for the I call what I call it is the Ziggler effect. Where, where Ziggler does a bunch of people's moves and then they're always, they always reference those people. Like Ziggler would do the super kick, he'll tune up the band and be like, oh, Shawn Michaels super kick's coming and then everyone in their mind psychologically in the stadium, instead of thinking about how cool Dolph Ziggler is and how good Ziggler's kick is, they're like, oh yeah, remember Shawn Michaels? Oh yeah, I remember. You remember? I remember Shawn Michaels. You remember? And now, if you, I, I feel like you would have that same type of deal if you did that Kimura, and they're like, oh, that's Brock Lesnar's Kimura. And not that it would detract from Drew, but there'd still be that little psychological bit that would take that moment away from Drew and put it on the Brock Lesnar. And I, be like, oh yeah, remember Brock Lesnar? He's not in this match, but...
0: I kind which, of see oh, your point. I kind of see your point. Although, if it were me, I would bring up the fact that Drew McIntyre did what Roman Reigns Struggled to do, which was beat Brock Lesnar. Th- they should have brought that up in this match. If you were going to
1: say it, if you were going to say it, what I would have done is after the lock was done, say something like, "Wow, not even Brock Lesnar's been able to put the kimura on Roman Reigns out of a spear," and acknowledge that. Yeah, and make it still feel more like Drew is the important factor there. That yeah, Brock Lesnar couldn't do that. Not, oh, look, this Brock Lesnar's kimura, but. See, not even Brock Lesnar could do a Kimura the way that Drew did it, so that Drew is still the attention and the focal point, and gets more of the attention and the star, star points, for lack of a better phrase.
0: What does, does it say about muscles? what, what does, does it say like about life on Earth? What does it say about life on Earth that we're here doing this podcast and they're booking the show and not us?
1: If you want to hear more about booking, you can always check out TAW Gaming and all of TAW's exciting (laughs) programming from XAW to TAW action to all of the pay-per-views or you can listen on the Court Martial podcast don't forget to like share subscribe and hit the bell button for both channels to hear skylar and myself do better booking than anything that any modern wrestling is coming out with it is your opportunity right now to get all of the greatest sounding Bites, the greatest booking opportunities you have ever heard your minds will be blown your balls will be shot out into the universe and
0: if your feet will <laughs> okay, okay. be
1: ruptured and distributed across all of upstate pittsburgh this <laughs> is the time to like share subscribe and hit that bell button for the best wrestling booking and commentary you will ever see and find what were we talking about <laughs> <Animatized>. <laughs>
0: Sean, how are you not a ring announcer?
1: Because no one spotted me yet. <laughs> Real wrestling lives oh. underground.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, Lord. Also because of... Wait, we're all underground?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Back to, Roma, <laughs> back to Roman and Drew. Can
1: and make, make two points? Tune in in a couple so of weeks. So long as they a- don't involve Shane McMahon.
0: Okay, I yeah. just thought of something. I just thought of something. As good as this match was, as great a main event this was, There's one thing I really hate about it. The fact that... Just think about this. Drew McIntyre, the first pay-per-view he main-evented as WWE Champion was Hell in a Cell, where he lost. He won the title back two weeks later, which made you think, why did he even lose the title in the first place? Just so he can main-event this pay-per-view and lose again. Heels cheating in, in theory. I and I know Roman Reigns needed this win, but still, they, they should not have had Drew McIntyre beat Randy Orton. I mean, they should not have had Randy Orton beat Drew McIntyre at Hell in a Cell. Agreed. Agreed. That, like, what was the point of that?
1: That was a head scratcher. That was not the even they, Randy Orton, another world title reign.
0: That's that, 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 that's a reason, not a good reason.
1: Well, think of it this way, folks. This main event could have been Roman Reigns versus The Miz. No. No. So. God. So why don't we want <laughs> me So why don't we just take our take the
0: good for the good? Yeah, this was a great main event. This was a great way to. Well, I would say this what? is a great way to close the show, but they closed the show with the the Undertaker stuff.
1: It was. Well, uh, it was. Uh, cool. wait, 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 We were driving by the point I wanted to make earlier, but I didn't get a chance to. So shut up. No. No okay, okay. Um
0: Red flag. <laughs>
1: do you think the Do you think the Kimor-Lock tease by Drew McIntyre Roman is a foreshadow of a Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns match? I hope not. I don't think they're smart enough to do that. Because they wouldn't reference Brock Lesnar's name if he was still under contract with them, right? Which he's not.
0: They mentioned Kyrie okay. Sane.
1: Yeah, that's a different situation. But anyways, anyways, but anyways, the SmackDown after Roman said that he was not happy that Jay Uso interfered in his match, and he wanted Jay Uso to prove he is a man or he's not a member of the family. So Jay Uso beats up Daniel Bryan because he was about to face Roman Reigns, and now at TLC it is going to be Jay Uso versus Daniel Bryan, and then Kevin Owens defeated Jay Uso for the right to face off against Roman Reigns. the universal championship so it's kevin Owens versus roman reigns all right so so where's the 22 second goldberg win coming in is that next month or is that the month after that first off fuck off. you said that three (laughs) times (laughs) so so you said first off three times so there was three offs there how many offs do you got (laughs) i only have one and i use it for spraying mosquitoes (laughs) apparently i'm the mosquito Oh my god
0: This is deteriorating the In a different way now
1: How do you guys feel about the TLC Pay-per-view card that I just listed
0: Sounds interesting I'm, I wonder what steps they're going to use For what match I wish Kevin Owens had been built up to that Universal title match what, you mean him getting pinned like early in the match tonight by AJ Styles and Jay Uso just watching him get pinned that wasn't good enough build for you, Sean? What more could you ask for? Well, maybe if you
1: guys watch SmackDown. <laughs> That's no, funny. That's a good joke, Scott. That's as a real good joke. Guy, as the one guy who watches SmackDown, I actually have been enjoying the build, and I think it's going to be an interesting match. I'll, I'll take it. I mean, what they did in their match—what was it? Was it was it the Royal Rumble? Or
0: yeah, Royal it? Rumble twenty seventeen.
1: That was that I really enjoyed.
0: Yeah, that was a good match.
1: So those two, those two have put on a good show. They will put on a good match yeah. as will Jey Uso and Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Which leads into my theory that Daniel Bryan will challenge Roman Reigns for the Universal Title at Royal Rumble twenty twenty
0: one. Ooh, I mean, I, I'm up for that.
1: So when's Goldberg coming in? <laughs> WrestleMania 37 in Tampa Bay. WrestleMania 37 in Tampa Bay. Oh God.
0: So, um, not gonna lie, I did not watch much of the Undertaker segment. Did well. Did either of you watch the Undertaker <laughs> segment? Up, buddy.
1: I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna let Sean have this one. Okay. I I appreciate the floor. I'm going to try and do this without my blood pressure rising any higher than it already is. Oh, no. So, so, Bearwind is for me. And I'm also going to try and do this without getting just actually depressed. First of all, it's Undertaker's goodbye, and they have a comically animated announcer be like, This is Taker's final farewell!
0: Oh, God, that was so awkward. What a great way to start this. And then in comes Shane McMahon. That was the next thing I noticed. I'm just like, why? <laughs> why?
1: <laughs> but But no, this is the best part. They bring like 30 people in, including the Godwins and the Godfather and all of Undertaker's real-life friends, which was very cringy to say, Cole.
0: But they're real-life friends, because this is fake. They're real friends. Yeah. That, that was awful. That was actually awful. I think I know they where you're going with this, Sean. They brought all these people down there, just to pose, and then they made them all leave. And then they do the
1: package, and they all disappear. They don't even interact with The Undertaker. They don't even talk about The Undertaker. They all get their entrance, just stand there, and then they're gone.
0: Why? <laughs> I
1: love the big show checking his watch. Like, how long <laughs> is he going? Because this is like. Or did most of them look like they did not want to be there? <laughs> they all didn't want to be there. None of them had masks. They're all going to die. <laughs> uh, the interests just don't have the oomph when Kevin Dunn is pumping in the nostalgia pops.
0: Kevin Nash really looked like, like, like he Cain. wanted to turn Cain around not and look leave. like
1: he wanted to wear his damn mask. I love the fact that Kane was the only guy in full gay fame getup. Like he was about to like, chokeslam the Undertaker yeah. later. Jacobs was ready to
0: go. He's like, "No, I'll throw it down right
1: here, right now." <laughs> Can
0: you <laughs> I'll, imagine I'll getting know, the you phone know what? call? You
1: know what?
0: Can you, you imagine? Know
1: what? Uh, Glenn Jacobs probably was pissed that everyone else wore suits, and he was like, "Come on, guys, I'm the only one here wearing a wrestling outfit."
0: Can you imagine getting the phone call? Hey, Mister Legend guy, you want to come down to our pay per view just to do an entrance, and then you just leave? we well, so give you six hundred thousand dollars. There'll be twenty of you. A deal. A deal.
1: You son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. God, this is awkward.
1: But then JBL and Triple H had a really awkward moment, and I, I I, don't even know how to describe it. It's like Triple H like went for a high five, and then JBL went to like take his hand, and then they did like, like this real awkward thing where they kind of just looked at each other, and then Triple H just kept walking, and it was like, <laughs> really yeah. weird. I was like, all right. Kane wore a mask, and then John Cena had the Matt Hardy, like, streak in his hair. Wait, someone is John Cena there? No, John Cena was in the video package, but it looked like he was dying of sepsis. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like,
0: his hair looks so John weird. I,
1: uh, I, I...
0: Not understand. You, you—it's like okay—it's like in the American Ten Commandments John, movie when Moses sees God and like ages a hundred years. It's like John Cena went up Mount Sinai, saw God, and aged like fifty years, and then they interviewed him. That's what he looked like. I think he's been burning a few too many bushes, if you know what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> Man, John Cena must be taking that breakup with Nikki Bella harder than I thought he was.
0: Batista looked like, when they interviewed Batista, it looked like him him they him him. Batista, they looked he, like he was so he him ready him to just him. leave. So he's like,
1: uh, I'm finally back with a hey, Nikki Bella. Oof. <laughs> so, nice to see you, John. Hope you're doing well.
0: <laughs> yeah. <But> yeah <laughs>
1: please, then, please fix your damn hair. And then, out comes Vince, Ma- uh, uh, was this even Vince McMahon?
0: I could uh, barely understand a word he said. He looked awful. I mean, he didn't look too good. He didn't
1: sound too good. He mentioned WWF, so you know he's really losing it.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: he he looked like the puppet, the Bray Wyatt puppet of Vince McMahon looks better than actual Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon Man. looks like he's gonna die any day now, which hopefully he, he does. Wow. I'm I'm, I'm,
0: Jesus. This, isn't this spicy. is
1: where we are, ladies and gentlemen. It's
0: we it at the beginning
1: here. of the podcast and got all the way to here. But speaking
0: of dead men, great segue. I see what you did there.
1: Great segue. And and it really takes a humble man to mention that his own segue was fantastic. Man,
0: that that, was seg- that segue part. was quite the undertaking.
1: Great segue. Oh, that was okay, there we oh, go. God. That, was a good one. Damn it. that was good. And I then very both of you. And then <laughs> Undertaker comes out, I I got real sad here, and not for the reasons that everyone else got sad, I got sad here because Undertaker comes out, and five minutes later, he's in the ring, and the music still hasn't stopped, and he looks around, and he looks kind of towards the camera, and I don't know whether they're pumping in Kevin Dunn's crowd noise into the actual arena itself, or whether that's just coming in in post. But this was really where I got so sad because you could tell with nobody there and the fake thank you, Taker chance uh. and everything. This was over. This retirement was so overly scripted, overly produced that you could see it in Taker's eyes. The first thing that, when you saw his eyes, the first thing that came to my mind was. This is not the way I wanted it. And it was, it was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking, not because of what he had to say, but because he had to sit there And as he was saying it, Kevin Dunn's pumping in cheers and chants and cheers. And instead of being a genuine moment where we all felt the emotion, where a hundred thousand people could pay the tribute to the Undertaker he truly deserves, for the type of career he had, where they could show their love for him, his appreciation, where real tears would be in the eyes of the fans as they said goodbye to a true legend. Instead, what we got was manufactured. It was manufactured sadness, manufactured sympathy, and it came off so manufactured and so fake. And I hate using the word because I'm an old school guy, but it was fake. It was so bad. Taker should have taken that mic and gone, that's enough, done, and had this whole thing silent. Because the moment would have been so much more gravitas if Taker said those words and said, it's time for The Undertaker to rest in peace. Even if he was having trouble saying it because of how hard it was for him to do it, it would have been so much more powerful in silence. The tribute to Paul Bearer in silence would have really tugged at the heartstrings. This sucked. And when and in the middle of Triple H or Triple H, the middle of the Undertaker's, I'm getting so mad I'm saying other people's names. It's in the middle of Undertaker's promo. He stopped and paused, and when he paused, Dunn pumped in more chants, which made me think that they actually produced and wrote what Taker had to say for his final promo. And that infuriates me. That breaks my heart. Because this man deserves so much better than this. So much better than this manufactured, Kevin Dunn-produced garbage finish to a career that meant so much more than that.
0: that's a speech right there ladies and gentlemen
1: it's a shame it's honestly it's such a shame that man deserves so much better than that it broke my heart and I genuinely hope that WWE does what they do best and have him come out for one
0: more I don't know if I'd go that far, but I very much agree. I didn't watch the whole thing because, honestly, when Vince McMahon was droning on and on, that may have actually been a drone. I got bored and turned it off. So I'm glad I missed this because it sounds absolutely depressing.
1: You would have been hurt seeing it, I think. Yeah. Because I was. I was genuinely hurt. Watching this as a, as a lifelong as a fan, no matter how old you are and how old a fan, the Undertaker's been a constant for many 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 generations of wrestling fans. Oh yeah, and and to have someone like that who, no matter where you are in the wrestling spectrum, to have a, at least one good memory of the Undertaker, to have that and the legacy of the Undertaker come to an end, like like it was making a mockery of what what he'd what he'd done for 30 years it honestly felt almost like the chants and the crowd let and the cheers were almost mocking the undertaker and that to me was insulting
0: damn i'm glad i turned it off at that point then because I, I i feel like if i was watching nothing i would have been just like this is awkward this is phony you probably would have turned it off midway through still. Yeah. But... i don't know
1: sky what do you think I can't top what you said, it's just... There's... I I get it. I saw, when I was watching wrestling, was The Undertaker. And seeing this dead man walk with the World Heavyweight Championship around his waist. The aura to draw you in, to give you fear, but to also make you respect him generations of wrestling fans have grown up around with The Undertaker and he has been a touch point for wrestling fans over his 30 year career and to see a symbol of what pro wrestling, what it used to be, what it used to be in the past, should this be. felt like the final nail in the coffin of pro wrestling because to watch The Undertaker retire with no fans pumped in Music. Pumped in crowd noise. Having the video board fans react to what he was saying, but on a time loop. Yeah, this, this hurt. This yeah. hurt.
0: And it really, I'm so glad it I missed It really
1: this. was a shitty way for him to go. And given the real-life circumstances of COVID-19, I don't blame how they decided to do it. But... just they they should have done it with respect to the undertaker they should have done it with class they should have given him the opportunity to say his piece in a real way
0: there there are so many different different things things they could have done there's so many things they could have done like sean was saying earlier like in like they turn all the lights off they turn all the screens off it's just the undertaker or they could have had like a sit down interview in the back or something like that just Anything other than in front of a bunch of screens with piped-in crowd noise. Yeah,
1: it was... It, it... Now, I will say this. They, that, as bad as this was, they almost got me with the Paul Bear uh, video... What was it, hologram? Uh, I, ho- yeah. Because, because it looked like a ghost the Paul Bear was looking to acknowledge The Undertaker one last time, and I... I got misty-eyed because I did like that. Beautiful. I that was, was a touching how, tribute of how beautiful it was. Yeah, like, that it was, was a, honestly the best part of this whole thing. There was that was it was a touching tribute to Paul. I did really like that, but it was just it was ruined by Kevin Dunn. It was just absolutely ruined. It just it 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 really it it hurt deeper than I think most things in wrestling to me do you know i think that i think to us to an extent we're all pretty desensitized to wrestling booking
0: at this point oh yeah we All understand we, we get what we're
1: getting right we know what we're getting there's not many moments anymore that really get you you know the way that there is because we've been accustomed to that because that's what wwe is accustomed us to but to have something like this which tugs at the very core of of who wrestling fans relate to and who people identify as a wrestling fan for this hurt as a this hurt me as the fan the, the the lover of pro wrestling that i am in a way that i i don't think wwe intended for it to be that insulting i think they honestly genuinely thought they were paying Good tribute to the Undertaker here. So I don't, I don't put any maliciousness on their part. I think it's just stupidity until proven malice.
0: Yeah, that's, you know, that's actually really which, good. I'm gonna borrow that. It's,
1: it's what they, that's what they're good at. You know, it's, it's that's what they do.
0: <laughs> that's what they do.
1: It is. It's just. It's a part of their life, and it's just. To me, I guess it was just that final significance that even though they've said it many years and we've known it for many, many years, WWE has nothing to do with professional wrestling anymore. And I think that the way you put it, Sky is very right, that, that WWE may have finally put that last final parting shot to pro wrestling in with this, with what happened here with The Undertaker. Because even in the lean years of WWE, like oh nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, 9 10, 11, 12, 13, whatever, there was one last vestige of pro wrestling as it used to be, and that was The Undertaker. Yep. A guy who never made appearances outside of wrestling, who kept kayfabe alive, who treated it with respect, and made professional wrestling matter. And sure, there are guys around that we like. like We like uh, Randy Orton, we like Rey Mysterio, we like
0: Edge, but none of them. Reigns and McIntyre. Reigns and McIntyre, none of absolutely.
1: The, none of them have the mystique of the Undertaker, and, the and never will. of That's the Undertaker. That's
0: true. And that never true. will. And it's, you know,
1: I, I, I don't mean for this to be just like such a somber way to end a, a podcast like this, because it's like, but it, it genuinely was like, it, I've never experienced anything like this in from watching wrestling because it was, I, I wasn't prepared for like the emotional. I guess anguish I felt, and not in the way of like saying goodbye to the Undertaker. That that wasn't the problem. I was fine seeing the Undertaker ride into the wrestling sunset. I think we can all agree on that. Oh yeah, you know, that that was not the problem I had here. This was not. It wasn't the goodbye. It, it was.
0: It, it was the it execution the, of the goodbye. It,
1: it, it wasn't the goodbye. It was the means of the goodbye. It was. It was how. He had to leave. He rode <laughs> instead of riding out on a horse into the sunset. He rode out on like one of those cyber dogs or like a Furby.
0: He rode out on that little dog that's in Roman Reigns' Tron. It's dad, just...
1: dad, dad, dad,
0: dad. <laughs> yes, we <laughs> uh, yes. dad, yes. dad, yes. dad. This and was to, to, to sad. Buddha. This was sad. It was sad. <laughs> anyway. It was
1: sad. So, so, so overall, what do you guys give us a
0: score for this show? Yeah, bringing this whole thing to a close. Um, since I'm the host, I guess I'll go first. Um, overall, I thought this show was okay. Nothing was truly awful. There were some awful moments, but nothing like really made me that mad. It was just more of the same, honestly, what Sean said at the beginning. I'm going to give this a very generous 5 out of 10. Sky?
1: This... Guy. this I, I struggle with this show because there were stuff I liked, there was stuff I didn't like. It just felt middling. It just felt like filler. Like, have fun, yeah. enjoy the brand versus brand, but none of this matters in like a week or two. Uh, I'm going to give a... I'm going to take a note from Sean
0: and do a Bret Hart 4 out of 10 and 3 of those 4 points came from Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. because This really was a one match show. It really was. was. It It really was. was. And
1: and I'm amazed that after the 10 minute diatribe I just went into that I'm actually going to give the highest score of the 3 of us. Uh, But... Nothing on this show that wasn't The Undertaker's farewell was egregiously offensive,
0: which I, I <laughs> that think is, That is such a low bar. Nothing on this show made me very depressed when that's a positive.
1: Well, except for well, the, the thing. This is WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if, kind of what I was touching on earlier. You get desensitized to some of it. Yeah. So... Part of it is just me being numb to the really dumb stuff Yeah. and just being like, all right, WWE, what are you going to do? I, I think the concept of Survivor Series is dead unless they find some way to shift it or make it not make it actually heals. Against Baby
0: Faces again, which would be a good start. Stop and, doing uh, Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah, stop, to stop doing that. If you're
1: going to do Raw versus SmackDown. Make it a bragging rights pay per view. Exactly. It the Survivor Series name. It was. Ne- it's just the, the concept is, is done, which I think hinders the entirety of, of how I view the match. So for, for the end of the show, but for what it was, Drew and, and Roman was good. There were things that I thought were going to be worse. I thought that women's five-on-five, except for the dog's heart finish, was... I thought that was going to be worse. Sammy and Bobby ended up being better than I thought it'd be. And the rest was pretty much par for the course. So um, I gave it for the sake of Drew and Roman, and that there were people in this show who tried hard, and I give them credit for that. I give it a a five-and-a-half. But I I will tell you this. I... Don't know how much more of Kevin Dunn's all of this Kevin Dunn stuff I can stomach, because th- this really accentuated, especially with the way the Undertaker went down. Just how much of a problem Kevin Dunn is in the grand scheme of this show. Oh yes, and I, with the between the Thunderdome and him botching that and botching that what he normally botches back when he didn't have all these responsibilities, and then. Just making things look look and feel so pointless and worthless, and make and mocking like it, like making a mockery out of the Undertaker's career on this night. I, Kevin, I'm at my wits'
0: end with Kevin Dunn. I think I think anything else like can, like if he does something worse than what the Undertaker, I think Sean will actually go to Connecticut and murder him. I'm already in Connecticut, motherfucker. Oh I'm god! <laughs> oh, no, Kevin, run! <laughs> Kevin, run! But
1: he's in. Uh, unfortunately, he's in Florida. So. Oh uh, okay. But in any event, I. So uh, what you guys are saying is road trip to Florida?
0: Yes. With what a I'm gun.
1: The is, you're on thin ice, Kevin Dunn, and you're in Florida, yeah. and ice in Florida don't mix a whole lot.
0: So you are in America's penis. We will Once find done, you.
1: Once I'm done fighting Chris Jericho, you're on my list. (laughs) You're on my list.
0: All right. Oh, I see what you did there. On the list. Uh, He's on the list. It's going to get worse. All right. Anyway, thank you guys so much for enjoying (laughs) this uh, really long. I think this is one of our longest ones. This uh, TAP episode reviewing Survivor Series. Let us know what you think of Survivor Series 2020, two weeks after the fact. We know. And we may or may not review TLC. I have no idea. And NXT is there's going to be an NXT show uh, this Sunday. I may or may not try to do a live stream for it. It's on Sunday, Uh, but I'll keep you updated with that if it happens. It happens. Hold on, hold on, on, on,
1: Joshua. You gotta say the name of the pay per view like
0: William Regal. War games. There we
1: go. Did
0: I do it? Did I do it? All right. Yes. Since I did it, we can leave now. But again, thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in. Check out the Court Martial Podcast. It's great. Uh, Like, comment, subscribe to that. And also, Colonial Impact Wrestling. uh, Sean's other channel, the Wrestling Channel. Go check that out. Uh, If you happen happen to bump into Skylar Greenberg on social media, I I don't know, is is poking on Facebook still a thing? Uh,
1: You can also also stick to, I don't think so, but you can also find him... On a semi-regular basis on the Court Martial Podcast.
0: Yes. And you of course... You find
1: me on Facebook. You can find me on the Court Martial Podcast on Instagram and Twitter.
0: All right. But yeah, th- again, thank that you guys so much for watching. Like, comment, subscribe, and all that fun stuff. And we will see you guys next time. Good night, everybody. All uh- right.